Have you ever wondered how to show up as your best version of yourself no matter what life throws at you? You are not alone. I've spent the last 6 years on the comeback trail after getting fired as a burned out workaholic who missed her first candlelight wedding anniversary. When life gets tough, there's always a choice. Give up or show up. So how do you forge an inspiring leadership without the overwhelm completely from scratch? Join me in my quest to bring you the stories, strategies and tips you need to inspire you to succeed. I am Priyanka Khandalkar and this is Show Up with Priyanka. Hello everyone, welcome. Welcome here and I'm so excited with my today's guest. She is Veera Mahajan. Uh, she is a med- mediator and life coach. Veera works with families and small businesses to resolve disputes one step at a time to figure out a win-win solution for all. With a 95% success rate, she feels very confident that she can help you figure out the reasons of dispute lurking under the surface and get rid of them for good. She also spends time with clients individually or privately to figure out their own pain points and help them find solutions and provide skills so they can resolve their everyday conflicts themselves and enjoy peaceful and conflict conflict free lives her book domestic abuse is unreported crime talks about the awareness and eradication of abuse from your life for good you deserve to live an empowered life on your own terms that's what veera says welcome veera so excited to have you here yeah thank you priyanka for uh, inviting me to be on your podcast and i'm, I'm uh, just excited veera and uh, <laughs> I think uh, since like this is going to be on my podcast too but I want to also like put this in our uh, 24 hour launch book party this week because I feel like this is such a great topic for women to also get support on yeah. and uh, I am so grateful that you're already doing that you're already taking that action because we need that support and sometimes we don't even know that the support like this exist yeah um so veer i want to ask you this like what are your core values what drives you in your heart what drives me is that each person mm-hmm. woman even children uh as you have said in your story we were supposed you or your family children were supposed to be just seen or heard not heard but that's the core of where we teach our children and then we grow into those adults who forget to speak our voices and our voices are held back out of fear mm-hmm. from adults in our family when we are younger and then we grow up to into spouses or other friends and the bullying happens all those mm-hmm. happens because we are not taught as a child that we deserve respect our voice needs mm-hmm. to be heard our opinion matters we matter mm-hmm. and those things are we need to teach that to our children and so that's that. why I, you know I, as you mentioned i'm a mediator i'm mm-hmm. an author of a book called the domestic abuse is unreported crime because that's what i believe domestic abuse or any kind of abuse gets worse and mm-hmm. lives because the perpetrator is getting away with it and why is he getting it. away with it because nobody talks about it the so victim true. doesn't talk about it most of the time mm-hmm. and in at home the abuse a lot of wives don't talk about it children mm-hmm. are not allowed to talk about it you know yes the father 
I mean, I'm just using father as a perpetrator. A lot of moms are perpetrators. Yes. Women <laughs> are the goddesses, all of them. There are some really scary women out there. Yes. Like we, we see, like, it can be both, right? And I yeah. think, uh, yeah. So it's our, a, yeah. Yeah. It's not based on gender, but I talk about men as a perpetrator and women as a victim or children as victim, mostly because that is uh, just the majority of it, mm-hmm. but that is not the norm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my book, I have story, reverse abuse stories. I mean, men who were scared of their wives and living in the basement with the cat. Oh, wow. And, yeah. Even though out and during the day, they could be running a business or running a hospital. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they go home and they're afraid of the wife screaming, mm-hmm. yelling and throwing a glass of wine in her face. So to avoid that, they just would rather live in the basement. And mm-hmm. uh, so these are the things that we learn as children. Mm-hmm. And I am a mediator. I resolve disputes for families, for divorces, or my first objective is I want to know where you are. Do you want to make this work? Do you want to stay mm-hmm. together or at mm-hmm. least try to stay together? Or you've gone through all those things and you feel like, okay, we're done. We need to move out. But either way, I want to help them move in that direction peacefully by learning what is under the surface. What are the needs? I want them to feel heard because a lot of misunderstandings and uh, uh, irritations, frustrations, they start with misunderstandings, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I want to help that. And somebody didn't get to say something. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we start. And if they want to go towards together, I've had couples who start with, I can't stand this, it's a divorce. I, and then in during mm-hmm. the first consultation, if I realized that they would rather make this work, then we go towards that. And I've had couples who came to uh, me for figuring out a divorce situation and now they're okay, they're together, they're working. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a work in progress. It's not yes, like- totally. Even if it is the best relationship, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> well, it's best because it's work in progress. Yeah. And if I think best, talk yes. about it and mm-hmm. then it's not going to work. You know, that's yes. where misunderstandings grow mm-hmm. and uh, you feel disrespected or unheard. But yeah. if you take it as a work in progress, I think then you have hope. I love and, that. Yeah. And uh, if you, uh, if these couples want to go towards divorce, then I help them. Uh, and again, with partners in business also, if they want to separate, then I help them figure out what is the best situation. So it's a mm-hmm. win-win. It's not like you go to the court and the judge will say, this is it. You get 50-50. 50-50 is not always fair. No, you know? it has to be 100% from both sides. <laughs> yeah. No, what I mean is what they get in the end. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. 50-50 sounds like fair, but it may not be. It depends on what the needs are. Right. Right. If you have a, you know, husband or a wife who's making regular money, they may not need the fifty percent of what total mm-hmm. money is. And somebody, let's say, one of the spouses is handicapped. Mm-hmm. You know, not just they don't work; they were a housewife or whatever. But what if there's a handicap? Right. Right. They yeah. need maybe more of the pie mm-hmm. than the fifty percent. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. I love that, so, Vera. So. So Vira, like, uh, when was the time that you knew that you wanted to pursue this uh, niche or you wanted to pursue this path for yourself? 
was it like something you went through in your own life or what's something someone special or someone very close went through like what was that trigger point in your own life that you were like okay i really want to help couples with this or help families with this yeah, yeah. so um when i was going through my own divorce i was one of those people who had tried everything mm-hmm. as far as i know right mm-hmm. again we can't assume other people he has his own story yes but as much as i know i stayed a lot longer than i should have mm-hmm. but i stayed till my younger son was 18 because mm-hmm. i knew my ex was a very angry person and he had actually literally threatened me if you even think of leaving i will make sure you never see your children so wow. that fear was stuck in my head for 14 years and the calendar was going on every time there was a huge problem a huge fight and we're crying sitting on the ground can't breathe but it was like okay next time either he's going to get better or my son's going to be 18 and i'm going to leave so that calendar was going down for 14 years and one day he was still hitting my son he was almost mm-hmm. 18 you know as the yes. bright young children a lot of them they mm-hmm. graduate early high school so he was still 17 just before 18 and he was already in the first semester of college so he had come to see us and he was still hitting him and i'm like this is not happening and my calendar yeah. that used to always tell me you know when my son turns 18 like then i won't need to take this and that day my son was already in college he was almost 18 he didn't need to take it and i didn't need to take it so that was the first day i told him i am done i'm leaving and you I've know been- when you said that it brought shivers into my body because yeah. i think that was because that's what i saw in my family growing up like yeah. like it was totally that scene like you don't yeah. even want to speak because every words will be taken incorrectly and you might get beating whether it's like seeing my mom getting the beating or like it's just like yeah i think that some of our like we grow with that and we think it's normal but it is not normal there are family out there who don't have that situation and i well, think and it is normal it is your bad normal that's yeah. why you live you know so yeah. we teach our children this is not the good normal yeah. don't accept it as normal we keep mm-hmm. living like that and we take it to the next in generation you know yeah. so, and you know that when you said that veera and take it to next generation like when i started because i never wanted to get married because i have seen bad marriage like even yeah. till the last day i was like I, and my marriage is love marriage but i was like i don't want to get married even after we got married there were so many issues because i was always trying to find ways to fight like rather than like really knowing like my husband is so loving he's so care for me um he's like uh, he will cook everything he will he will be like just do your thing like we have just that 100% commitment from each other like we have each other's back but i always seen like disturbed marriage so mm-hmm. i will bring this earlier in our uh, marriage like uh, it has been how many 11 12 years now but earlier in our marriage in our relationship i will not be the person who is happy i will try to find different reason now well, now that was, normal. that was your normal yeah, yeah and that's what makes you comfortable so in my book i have couple stories like that there was one woman she had this wonderful man like you say who's mm-hmm. loving and she asked him to hit him hit her mm-hmm. and he's not going to hit her he would rather they have, you know conflict is normal part of life how you mm-hmm. deal with them is the bad normal or good normal conflict is a given that's how you grow right yes it yes. happens when you grow mm-hmm. but so there's there's a debate there's a conflict 
So yeah. this man is like, okay, give me a break. I'm going to go walk it off and then we'll talk later. And she's mm-hmm. thinking, he doesn't love me. He's going to leave me. He, she goes into the other extreme of, oh my God, I have, yes. he's messed up or I've messed up or marriage is over. He's got, he can hit me and it'll be over because mm-hmm. that's the normal he had to that point. She mm-hmm. would have been happier if he hit her and she apologized and everything would be fine and they can go on with their life. And so that is the bad normal. And then there's another story that I have. This woman, we started interviewing her because I did a lot of interviews to write that book. It's a collage Mm -hmm. of stories Mm -hmm. of successful people who came out from an abusive situation and lived, are living Mm -hmm. normal lives, right? And that's what I wanted to learn that through my divorce, okay, I'm getting out of abuse, but now what? I've never Mm -hmm. lived a normal, happy free life where Mm -hmm. I make my own decisions. And now how do I do that? So that's why Mm -hmm. I was interviewing. So this one woman who started with the story of how bad her husband is and how, what kind of abuse he had. But when we are interviewing, because a lot of interviews went for a couple of sessions, you know, two or three days. Mm -hmm. And uh, she realized in the end, she says, I think I was the abuser. Mm. I was the one causing the problems because she said some really mean things to the husband. Mm-hmm. And uh, even then, but for the husband, the problem was that he grew up in a family which was always fighting. Mm-hmm. For him, that was normal. Mm-hmm. No matter how much they were fighting, husband and wife, and he had seen his parents do that and they were older and they're still together. He thought no matter what, we're always going to be together. So it was he was not even scared that she would leave or I would leave. They would just mm-hmm. fight and be normal like his parents. But mm-hmm. for the wife who actually was abusive, she realized, but she came from a family who was not fighting. For Mm -hmm. her, this was too weird to fight all the time. So she wanted to get out, right? So, so important, uh, Vida, what you just said there, because uh, really identifying what is bad normal, right? I think that is so crucial. So I'm I'm sure you are like hitting upon those in your book, right? How to navigate those. I just love that, Vida. So- I wanted to ask you, Vera, like uh, if someone has to come and work with you, like what is your mission right now? Like in this moment, like when when did you get your own divorce? Like how many years was that? Uh, that was uh, 11 years ago. Oh, wow. And okay. Was, so many yeah. years of experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And since then, I've been just working on learning. Mm-hmm. My book was not just to learn how to live a better life. Also, it was that... Uh, I never wanted to repeat that relationship in my life because as you know, a lot of people, they get out of one bad relationship, they go into another one. So I wanted to find out, I was in that relationship. My, mm-hmm. I was in a relationship where my father was abusive to my mom. And then I somehow found a relationship, which I thought was great. It was also a love marriage. I found my own problem, but mm-hmm. he turned out eventually to be similar, right? and mm-hmm. aggressive and demanding obedience. And mm-hmm. we didn't even know what's going to trigger him, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we didn't know when it's going to end. Only when mm-hmm. he was done, it was done. Otherwise we could not stop it. We just mm-hmm. had to take it. So I needed to figure out what was my role mm-hmm. in this abusive life. Mm-hmm. So uh, the thing is that I said earlier, it's we accept it. Mm-hmm. by acceptance and not going away. I stayed for mm-hmm. 14 years, even though I was afraid of mm-hmm. his 
I will never see my children again and what he will do with the custody battle. And to this mm -hmm. day, people have asked me why you don't leave early. And I think I did the right thing by waiting because my mm -hmm. kid, kids would have gotten the worst of it in mm -hmm. divorce because they would be going to mom's home, dad's home, and who was going to protect them at dad's home, you know? Mm -hmm. I was there to protect. So I have learned through all that, that the abuse ends only when the victim stops mm -hmm. taking abuse, not begging the perpetrator, please don't hate me, please don't do that, I'm scared, or I'll do whatever mm -hmm. you want, I'll love you more, I'll do more for you, that does not help. When you stop taking the abuse, that's one good thing I did, during mm -hmm. all this abusive marriage, at least. I, I was a kid, so I didn't have a lot to say in my dad's house, but in my mm -hmm. own house, I never let my children believe that that was normal. Mm -hmm. They knew that it was wrong. It was happening, but they knew that it was wrong and they knew mm -hmm. we we're gonna get out of it. They started asking me to get out of it. And then when we did, I wanted to make sure I'm not just not his victim anymore. Right. I am nobody's victim. When True. you stop being a victim, when mm -hmm. you stop taking or accepting abuse, nobody gets to push me around anymore. No. I'm not afraid of anybody. And they can see that in you. Like no, yeah. nothing I say is going to matter to her because she's like at a different mindset. Yeah. I am and way you get, past yeah, that. Way past am, that, yeah. The thing is, I have chosen to mm -hmm. be empowered. I have totally. chosen to be free. I am not just, I didn't just leave him mm -hmm. to not be his victim. I had to leave my own family who was trying to still make me stay there. Mm -hmm. All the friends who said, you know, like you said in your story, so many Indian women live like that. And it's mm -hmm. not just Indian, it's all cultures. Abuse yes. is everywhere. We oh, just yes. saw the story of Meghan Markle yes. at the Buckingham Palace, you True. know? Mm -hmm. So it's, abuse doesn't have any... Um, what you call uh, like you, can no, you can't categorize it there is no categorizing there yes. is no discrimination this yes. is one thing there's no discrimination it's you'll find it everywhere you i mean mm -hmm. i had a 24,000 square feet house people mm -hmm. would say why don't you go to the other wing Mm. The house was not big enough the bigger the house the bigger the battleground we mm -hmm. couldn't even lock the door Mm -hmm. Like wow. I said, he had to be done when he was done for us to be done. And then I just published an article. If you guys want to look it up, it's in Global Thrive. Mm -hmm. It's about this. And my, now my mission is that I came out of that. Mm -hmm. I am free. My children are free. We are growing independent and on our own terms, right? One of my son is in New York. He's a business major and he's doing wonderful there and uh, he's a director level at an organization and doing great and then my other son he's a musician and a fashion designer which was a not accepted field True. and put down yeah. but he's doing great you know wow. he's doing amazing. I love that you you let the kids like be who they can be rather than like being our own like okay you have to go only engineering yeah. or doctor like that's oh what Indian that kids was, grow up grow up with <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that was expected by the father and all the other people but I it's not even letting him do we're yes. supposed to support them right yes. and they will explore I, they will explore, yeah. let them explore different explore. things. Yeah. yeah. And even when he was a kid, he started designing for a fashion jewel, uh, for a jewelry company. And uh, 
during summer. And they used to tell us he forgets to eat. He's been working for six hours. I mean, you know where his passion is, right? Yes. And oh my then God. he found the college here, um, fashion, uh, Fidum, mm-hmm. what is it called? Fidum, uh, fashion and insti- uh, fashion and design for merchandising, wow. right? Mm-hmm. So he came here on his own. And uh, so he was following his own heart and lead. And where your heart is, if your work is not your job, you enjoy that, that's where you're going to be the best, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so parents' job is to find that if they don't know. But here, my son knew that. So our job is to support him, right? I love and- that, Veera. And I was talking to my three-year-old daughter, Anvika, and I asked her, hey, what do you want to do? And she said, uh, I love dancing and I want to play t-ball. So that's what she tells me. Like, this is what I want to do. And I'm like, okay. And she's just three year old, but we just need to have, and she goes to Montessori school because I totally want her to be, she's very creative. She's so like great problem solver. Montessori's are great. They keep you like at your pace. Yes, yes. So so Vera, like, uh, I think we went for a little bit longer here, but uh, if someone has to reach out to you, I think we hit upon so many topics. I think uh, that was so beautiful. And I can't wait to read your book. Wow. Uh, it's really- available Amazon. It's available on Audible. Yes. It's we'll available. Put that in the links. We'll put that in the links. I will put it in the, like, of okay. course, this is going to go on podcast, but also it's going to go in our Facebook group where the 24 hour mm-hmm. uh, launch party of our book, Wings of the Woman is happening. So I will put there too, because mm-hmm. I feel like, um, Someone as a child seen that I need to read that book just to not make sure that is impacting my current married life. Yeah, I yeah, think you yeah. do talk about yeah, that. I am telling story. you, it will be helpful. <laughs> a lot of people have told me to change their lives. Men have bought and told me, now I know my wife, why she's upset <laughs> at me. And then no, bought for to, another friend of his. <laughs> it's interesting because everyone thinks we are perfect match, but we like as you said we have to be work in progress and we actually had to uh, work with a relationship coach not that something was wrong but just get like make our relationship more intimate more connected and him understanding what are the things that triggers me i understanding what are the things triggers others like him saying oh there's a right (laughs) I, i love that because i think the abuse can also happen with our words like even it doesn't have to be physical totally so I think really knowing yeah that's the other thing in my book because most people don't even understand what abuse is yeah. you know yeah and how many forms of abuse there is oh, I mean yes. I know you said there's no time we're done with that otherwise I could give you <laughs> when people didn't even know I didn't even know please yeah. tell please tell one story I would love to know <laughs> okay I there's one lady in my book who was sexually abused right mm-hmm. by her husband mm-hmm. and she had to go through this every night. And she said, I had to pretty much get out of my body just to survive that. And when she asked me and I told her, I didn't go through that. I had a different abuse. I was not raped by my husband. And she was shocked. She's like, no, you didn't have to go through that because that was her truth. Mm-hmm. That was her fear. That was her abuse, right? And being hurt. And for her, that was the only abuse. Yes. And then uh, my editor who was editing my book, I had given her all these stories because I was so attached to the people I had interviewed. So I was having a hard time cutting it. So she called me in the middle of it and she said about lack of sex, 
is also an abuse. Oh, yes. Because people use that to make you feel undesirable, unwanted, Mm -hmm. and starve for that because that's a very important part of marriage, right? Mm -hmm. And your life as a young person. Mm -hmm. And she called me in the middle of it. She said, now I know why I felt so bad because that was her truth. And she had never thought about it. And this is a woman who's, you know, evolved and write books and helps other people write, finish their books and uh, edit. And it's like amazing that how people don't even understand. And on top of that, emotional and financial and verbal, Mm -hmm. people don't think about it. You give them small names to be able to handle. Like I used to call anger or drinking or whatever. You give them small names to handle. When you call abuse, just like alcoholism or whatever, till you acknowledge it is a big, give it a name, then you do something about it. I love that. Small names, you deal with the small words, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think I love that perspective because whenever I am in front of any fear or any discomfort, I like to name that because if it is coming again and again and it is repetitive, I need to stop and pause. And I talk about that in my chapter too in the book, uh, Wings of the Woman, but... uh, it's interesting, like the pause is so important, Vera, to really yeah. understand what is going on and not go with the flow. If you're angry, you need to pause, go back and like really reiterate. But sometimes people don't even have those tools, like how to really mitigate this situation. So thank you so much, Vera, for bringing that because we um, there are a couple of more stories in our book, Wings of a Woman. There's a story from Madhu Baker. Mm-hmm. It talks about her husband who abused and who took her child from India and he flew to a different country and she had to find him. She had to be in the court for four or five, four or five months just to like find where he is because they could not understand where he is. Like there's so many different abuse. Uh, oh, I know a man here in Vegas whose wife has gone away with the child. Yeah. Oh my. And goodness. he hasn't seen his child for two years now. And so, so scary. So scary. And then on top of that, they thought that she is bad. That's why he took her. So they were not even given giving her custody. So there's like so many things that happens. And I feel like like her story like will make you cry because we cried when she told yeah. us before even we wrote it, we all were so being on the screen. Like it was so, so hard. And uh, there's a story from... Uh, Matina Singh, she's also a divorce coach and she Mm -hmm. talks about her own journey. She has three kids now. And I think uh, we all have so many things, which is like, like what you just brought up, Vida. Like, I just want to make sure people Mm -hmm. see that, that uh, abuse can be in so many different ways. And we need to observe that and really to get your book to learn that and also connect with you. So where are the, where are the places people can find you? Well, you can totally email me. Okay. And, and my own website is vera.vcanway, letter V, canway.com. And because I feel like I'm using the V both ways that Vera can do it. So you can do it or also we can, we all can do it, you know, so don't be afraid. We can get out of it. And so on that, it's also available audible if you just want to listen, listen. And yeah. it's also available on iBooks as uh, uh, Amazon also has the ebook. I have the ebook. So mm-hmm. print books, call me, email me. I can send it or different places you can find it. I have a workbook to go with that. If you want to sit and figure out where you are mm-hmm. and what you don't like, that's the whole thing. I'm trying to do workshops now mm-hmm. because you have to know what you don't like to right, feel right. uncomfortable, to mm-hmm. know what I do like, and then yeah. figure out how to go get it. 
I so love that. My, yeah. So in my book also, I have the awareness mm-hmm. what abuse is and what might be relating to what kind of abuse you might be. When, some, when somebody makes you feel bad about yourself, you are an abuse. It can be from coming from any different direction or any different form. But mm-hmm. if someone, someone is making you feel bad about yourself, I mean, to the point, sometimes I used to sit on the floor and I just didn't want to get up. I couldn't breathe and he still won't stop. You know, mm-hmm. it was abusive. And so you that's abuse. And then I also, it's like a guidebook of how to get out of it. So it's a full circle book because when I was going through abuse and through the divorce, I was crying all over the place. You know, like if I go to the lawyer, I'm telling stories. And then I say something's like, I'm not your counselor. You got to go talk to the counselor. I go to the counselor's like, I'm not your lawyer. So I brought all that information in this little book Love that mm-hmm. the lawyers don't give you and the counselors don't give you. And you have to try to keep running back and forth and crying all over the place and just trying to figure it out. So mm-hmm. all that is there. And then I have the workbook to help you start to get a kickstart on thinking. Okay. What do I now want and what do I want and how do I, you know, get I love it. that, that you have those action plans and also resources yeah. because people yeah. want to go, okay, I know this now, but where to go? So I love that you have everything there. And, and I have yeah. training in spiritual psychology and I have a master's degree in from Pepperdine, which is the top school for mediation. Mm-hmm. So uh, for Pepperdine Law School. So I am you know, prepared and ready and waiting for you if you need help to call me. And uh, that's why I'm doing that. And I even did this education and writing because like I said, I did not want to be a victim again. I will never tell people will say, oh, we don't fight all the time. But do you want me to tell you and agree with you that it's okay to hurt me once in a while? No, you never, you know how bad it even sounds to say, yeah, it's okay to hurt me once in a while. No, you never, no, never, never. No. never. <laughs> because it's just one time can lead to many times. And also oh, like yeah. you not standing on your own ground. And I think, uh, and sometimes I, I struggle with that, Vera, because coming from childhood, seeing that, like, yeah. I don't see, like, I have been in situation where I will not stand for myself and take the abuse. And then and later, this what gives permission to the other person yeah. to say, oh, I got away with that. Yeah. I can do it again, you know? Right. So I think being aware is so important when we are standing on our ground and doing it more often. Yes. Like when we have that fear, that's when you have to step up. <laughs> so, and that will give you strength to do it yeah. again and stand oh, yeah. up. The problem is then you live in a relationship which is fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people live like that. Women push back and they can be so mean with their words and they think they're fighting the abuser because he's hitting and they're fighting back with words. But they're also saying some really, really mean things. You know, yeah. why yeah. do you want to live in that mm-hmm. unless you have to like, you know, children or whatever, but you still have to have a plan to either True. stop it or you get out of it. So one mm-hmm. thing has to happen. Either abuse has to stop or you have to get out of it. Thank you, Vera. Either I think way, I you just... have to be happy, right? Yes. Ultimately, we all want to be happy and yeah, we need to go sure, like we need to have our oxygen mask on and we need to be selfish yeah. about ourselves, like our self-care it's because self-care. As a, it's not selfish, yeah. self-care. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because uh, as a mom, as an Indian woman, we're trying to keep like, like 
I have seen like we always keep our kids in front of us and which is good which you also did for 18 years because you yeah. didn't want to no, I still do you know yeah. as you know, kids, you always, will always come first yeah. yeah but I think we need to make sure we are also taking care of ourselves so that we can support more our kids okay. and they see yeah. our That's beautiful right. best moms around them so yeah. I think uh, so Vera like I would love to know before we end like what was your takeaway from the book when you read um, of course you only read probably my story and I gave you the summary of other story yes, but yes. I would love to like uh, if you can talk about the story and let other know like how it will benefit them like why these stories are empowering and important oh that's why I'm telling stories and that's yes. why I'm so proud of you all of you 15 authors that you collaborated and you wrote the stories because all our stories help someone else say oh if she was able to get out I can do that if she was able to you know, break the cycle of abuse or break the cycle of whatever it was that you want to get out of. If you were able to do it, that I can do it. So it gives somebody else some hope. And if you have hope, then you can go do it, right? You find a way to do it. And that's why my story is out there. That's why Meghan Markle's story is out there, yes. right? All these people's stories and uh, how they compared it to the stories to Diana. If Princess mm -hmm. Diana can go through that and Meghan Markle can go, to th go through that and uh, Oprah can go, to go through that and come the other way. They were, how do we know that? Because they told us stories that gave us hope. So we are sharing our stories that, okay, it's not just because Meghan Markle had other resources or Oprah, Oprah actually didn't have resources. She created mm -hmm. her resources. Mm -hmm. But so many people use so many excuses for staying in the abuse. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you know, but the cycle of abuse, there's another thing I'm just noticing in a couple of my clients that uh, sometimes you see a, a savior mm -hmm. who comes in to save you and without you even noticing, they become your perpetrator because mm -hmm. now they've taken the, over the role of telling you what to do, what to do. And then this whole normal has shifted and they've taken on like, you do whatever they tell you because they're showing you the way and now you're their victims. So mm -hmm. you have to be very careful that you're nobody's victim. So you have to, that's why I'm saying you, if you only choose to stay away from get out of one situation, you will find yourself in another situation. Mm -hmm. It can literally be from one boyfriend to the next, or it can be from a perpetrator to a savior to a perpetrator again. So I, I love you that. have to learn how to not be a victim. So that's true, what true, I, I talk I can, about. Like uh, when you said that, like those movies flashback, like where you like dump, like where you have a breakup and then you go into relationship right away. Like yeah. someone saving you and then how that relationship again became the same. Like yeah. that yeah. movie played in my mind and I think uh, we could relate to so many of them. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Vera. This was great. And hopefully you also enjoyed uh, this conversation. Yes, definitely. Uh, I've already pre-ordered your book, by the way. Oh, awesome. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Love it. Love it. Uh, thank you so much, I Vera. wish you all the luck and I hope there's a huge success with the book and with you and all the other ladies. And uh, it's, it's a very brave thing. It's a very brave thing. Thank you, thing. Vida. Yeah, we are here for a moment. We all are so giving and we want to make sure like uh, 
we impact and inspire as many women as possible and also like this is like very different than what we do personally we all are business owner but we have different things and but this is a leg piece where we want to like grow and like and i think indian women and women of every color every culture needs this so that they need more stories to inspire them so thank you so much veera for being here today and um, thank you everyone for being on my show today also since this is going to be in the 24 hours launch party thank you everyone for being part of our book launch party i am so grateful for veera to be here i will be putting all those uh, in my show notes and also in the description and comments and uh, please do connect with veera so that you can understand what is the abuse in your own life and get the help you need and get it as soon as possible yeah and i have one more comment yes <laughs> i also teach children and parents because i think that's where we can start and make our next generations and future generations better if we teach our children how to resolve disputes so mm-hmm. they don't let it get bigger so these children are going to be our next adults and wow. hopefully there'll be a better future for them i love that i love that veera i love that piece because uh, as a as kids also they see all this so giving that support to them so so powerful thank you for adding that veera so thank you everyone uh, please reach out to veera if you have any more questions or reach out to me if you have any more questions talk to you all soon please please do get your book wings of a woman from amazon right now it's on free sale uh, so you can get the kindle version but once 12th march comes you can get your physical copy which i'm excited i want to hold it in my hand too <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm excited to read like i said i've already ordered so i'm excited yes yes thank you so much yeah. rita for being here take care thank you yeah. bye I honor you for your energy and time to show up till the end and listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a minute to rate and review my show and share it with others who needs it the most. This would mean world to me. Remember your positive intentions, your presence and your positive energy is contagious to attract the positive result. Talk to you soon. Stay tuned until the next episode.